Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1184, The Clutter Epidemic, by Chris Reining of chrisreining.com. And I'm your narrator, Justin Mollick, reading you blogs every single day of the year to help you live a more meaningful life. There are no long interviews here, just me reading blogs and sometimes books in short daily episodes. Today's article coming from Chris Reining, a popular finance blogger, but this one's a great fit for this show. So with that, let's hear his post as we optimize your life. The Clutter Epidemic by Chris Reining of chrisreining.com. Jacob from Early Retirement Extreme recently tweeted a link to a study and subsequent book done in conjunction with UCLA about clutter. The book, available on Amazon, is called Life at Home in the 21st Century, 32 Families Open Their Doors, which profiles middle-class, two-income families in Los Angeles. And what it contains is amazing. The researchers, quote, plotted, compared, and correlated the mountains of data they had collected over the course of four years. The project generated almost 20,000 photographs, 47 hours of family-narrated video home tours, and 1,540 hours of videotaped family interactions and interviews, end quote. And there are some very fascinating, yet not surprising, juicy tidbits. Quote, 3% of the world's children live in the U.S., and the U.S. consumes 40% of the world's toys, end quote. I have firsthand experience into this as I have nieces and nephews that are literally swimming in toys. Their bedrooms are filled with toys top to bottom. The family room has toys strewn all over it, and the finished basement is essentially one big toy room bursting at the gills. And what toys that are not currently out are packed into drawers, closets, and the garage. And for every birthday and Christmas, I get a forwarded wish list from Toys R Us. I cringe. Did you know that at Toys R Us, they give kids a scanning device so they can run around the store blasting it at the UPC codes of the toys they want? Then it will automatically create them a wish list. We here in the US are churning out great future consumers. And while I don't choose to live much of my life as a consumer, I do appreciate it because one of my favorite sectors to invest in is retail. Ah, dichotomy. This is where Mr. Everyday Dollar struggles. The kids' wish list shows up in my inbox and I scan the list, all toys, and I really don't wanna buy a toy and contribute to what I consider a problem, but that's what the kid and parents want and what to do. Quote, managing the volume of possessions was such a crushing problem in many homes that it actually elevated levels of stress hormones for mothers, end quote. Yet fathers were unaffected physiologically by the messiness. Interesting. I'm definitely not in the norm on this one because any level of clutter for me causes stress. 
As anyone who comes over to my place can attest, it is always tidy and clutter-free. I probably lean a bit towards being obsessive about it, but that's who I am and that's what I like. It makes my home a sanctuary. I don't have to sit in the middle of piles of and have my mind race about what is going on with all of it. Quote, only 25% of garages could be used to store cars because they were so packed with stuff, end quote. How many people do you know where this is true? I can come up with a handful without even thinking too hard. And I know someone who has a three-car garage that is full of everything but cars, a boat, a jet ski, a snowmobile, a canoe, a riding lawnmower, a pinball machine, an ATV, a snowblower, and various other Needless to say, they park the cars in the driveway. So on top of spending hard-earned money on all those things, I also know that they don't see the light of day very often, and all that stuff is depreciating year by year. So let's say that someone with a lot of stuff wants to start downsizing. I think that'd be such a daunting task that it would never happen. People would have trouble holding that garage sale or using eBay and Craigslist to sell their stuff. That's why I make the case for being a minimalist. You don't have a lot of stuff to begin with, so when you do want to sell something, it's not a big deal. It's usually just one thing at a time and not often. I'm at the point where I have everything I need, so when I do sell something, it's because I've replaced it. Quote, the rise of big box stores such as Costco and Sam's Club has increased the tendency to stockpile food and cleaning supplies, making clutter that much harder to contain, end quote. I've only been to a warehouse store like Costco once or twice in my life. I don't shop there because one, I would have to buy a yearly membership, not gonna use my dollars on that. Two, I do not have storage space for 20 deodorant sticks, 1,000 rolls of toilet paper, and gallon bottles of ketchup. And three, I would have to drive way out to the suburbia big box wasteland where the Costco is located. The local food cooperative where I shop has a lot of bulk items, flour, quinoa, oats, olive oil, maple syrup, shampoo. I take advantage of the bulk items because they are cheaper than the prepackaged counterparts, and by reusing containers, I don't put additional waste into our landfills. Quote, even in a region with clement year-round weather, the families hardly use their yards and This was the case even among those who had invested in outdoor improvements and furnishings, end quote. The research found that watching television inside was the most frequent leisure activity for parents, which consumed about 50% of their limited leisure time. Do you know that when you watch television, your brain is less active than when you sleep? Talk about zoning out. Ditch television altogether or target your watching. I found that after cutting the cord, I had less stress, way more time, and it saved me $12,000 every 10 years. Quote, most of the families relied heavily on convenience foods like frozen meals and par-baked bread if they saved an average of only 10 to 12 minutes per meal in doing so, end quote. Food is one thing I take my time with. I cook from scratch using local and organic produce when possible. Not only does this taste awesome, it fuels my body better than some processed convenience food with ingredients you can't pronounce, and I enjoy cooking. Maybe if people threw away their televisions, they'd have the extra 10 minutes to cook real food. I grew up in the 80s where in my house, vegetables were canned, herbs were dried, margarine was butter, and there was one kind of cheese, Kraft Singles. Sandwiches were made out of bologna, I don't even know what that's made out of, yellow mustard and white bread. Processed food was so in. I'm glad that 30 years later, I am in a new world where the idea of slow food Farmer's Markets, and Community-Supported Agriculture Boxes is in. You just listened to the post titled The Clutter Epidemic by Chris Reining of chrisreining.com. 
Definitely something to think about. And if you're not already subscribed to this show, please do. It's free in pretty much any podcast app. And the benefit of subscribing is that you'll get new episodes sent to you automatically. That'll do it for today. Have a great rest of your day. Great weekend if you're listening in real time. And I will see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.